0: Hey everybody, welcome back. Episode 19 of your ex-boyfriend's podcast titled good in equals good out. In old business, I got a funny email from my mom at the ex-boyfriend podcast official email account, your podcast at gmail.com. That was a very subtle hint. reach out to me everyone i want all the emails okay the funny email from my mom was regarding episode 17 that i did with rachel um she said my mom said that it reminded her when we were talking about uh, rachel getting punched in the throat it reminded her of when i was really little and i don't know and i don't think she knows what the scenario was, but I had, I was upset about something and I was young, young, like, I don't know, three or four young. Um, oh, she says two, she says I was two years old. I'm reading the email right now. <laughs> uh, she says that I, I was crying about something. I was whining about something and she got down and talked to me at my level as you know, you do as a parent. And I got pissed off, and I headbutted her in her nose. (laughs) And as a result, she smacked me. She popped me in my face. I think my mom straight up Muhammad Ali'd me. She right-hooked me. (laughs) And my head swelled up, and it never went back down, and that's why it looks like this. (laughs) But no, that was... Obviously, I don't remember that, but she said it was a very... um, instantaneous regret we're both crying and that never happened again i guess i really just tell that story because it's funny (laughs) and also you should hit your kids no i'm kidding come on people i don't think that and really you probably shouldn't hit your kids i don't know if the recent will smith scandal shed light on anything but people who are taught that violence is acceptable as a solution to strong emotions that they don't know how to deal with, um, they tend to utilize that same strategy later on in life. And shout out to Rachel again. I'm pretty sure we talked about that. If you you find that there is a strategy that effectively gets you what you want, you get positive feedback, a.k.a. you got what you wanted, you're going to keep using it, and unlearning that later in life is a bitch. So don't hit your kids. Come on, people. Or do. I can't tell you what to do. <laughs> but don't listen to my podcast anymore if you hit your kids. <laughs> uh, we can watch the user base, not user base, uh, listener base drop after this episode. <laughs> it's going to drop out of the 20s into the teens. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are we even talking about this episode? Let me quit bullshitting here. Um. So this week's episode is good in equals good out, and it's something I've talked out talked about before. I believe that was on the anniversary episode. So we're doing two in a two in a row from the anniversary episode. Um, stuff that I wanted to talk about at that point, um, but in the future. And guess what? The future is now. We're now nine episodes and 10 weeks out, because if y'all remember, I skipped that one week and didn't tell anybody until afterwards. So what are we talking about? The idea that what you take in is directly correlated to what you put out. And I mean what you take in, what you put in to all parts of you that make up the thing (laughs) that is you the systems that combine make up the individual i'm referring to primarily like the big three and and we can argue whether there are more than this or less than this or whatever but i think for the sake of conversation it's easy to split them into these three Your body, your mind, your emotions. And I think in those three, you're going to find all sorts of other, we'll call them subsystems, but I think those are the primary categories. As we discussed before, these various systems that make you up, they don't exist in a vacuum. I think the example I gave before was like when you get nervous, right? You get anxious about something that you have nerves. How many of you out there get an upset stomach? You get a nervous stomach. I know I do. And I've been that way literally my whole life. And I don't want to say that it was necessarily a learned response. I don't know how you would even <laughs> learn that. Um, because I I can remember feeling this my whole life. Like literally since I could form coherent memories since i woke up to consciousness you know sometime at at the age of four or five or whatever it was i felt that way when i get nervous my stomach hurts i don't get nauseous it feels like a like it goes down instead of up (laughs) if you know what i mean (laughs) so yeah i think we can all get on board with that the various constituent parts of yourself they all operate together to make up the the entity that is you. And I feel like it is impossible to expect that you can neglect one or more than one and expect the other one or two to continue to operate at full capacity at 100%. How would you reason that out? Um, I don't think there's any, you know, real system in the real world that works like that. You have to, you know, be banging on all cylinders, I think more so as a human, as a person, than any other – than anything else. Uh, And not only that, do I think it is impossible to expect that you will somehow, you know – be able to operate on one or two out of three, uh, in this case, general systems. Um, I also think it's impossible to expect that you will somehow be better, your output will somehow be better than what you allow or put into your mind, your body, your soul, whatever. If you put good in, you get good out. If you put garbage in, you get garbage out. <laughs> I don't think that's something, you know, we need to discuss too much. It's the theme of the episode, but I think we're all on the same page as far as, you know, the reality of what you consume is going to roughly equate to what you put out. extrude <laughs> I don't think that's the right the right word, but I don't know. Um, the most obvious example, I think the clearest, easiest example, is diet, right? What you eat ends up coming out of you <laughs> in some way or another, whether that is, uh, d- do you put food into your body and convert it to fat? Do you put food into your body and convert it to muscle, expended energy, heat, a.k.a. calorie expenditure? Um, Do you put food into your body and it comes out as horrible diarrhea (laughs) because you're one of those people that continuously eats dairy when you're lactose intolerant or you continuously eat gluten when you have celiac disease? It's going to come out one way or the other. What you eat is going to be expressed as something. And it's up to you to uh, decide whether it's going to be a positive or a negative. This is something that I have historically struggled with because like a lot of you might do, I tend to eat my feelings <laughs> and You know, being on this path, being on this journey, I'm trying not to do that. But as we all know, nobody is perfect. Everyone is going to make mistakes. We're all fallible at one time or another, often, regularly. (laughs) And, you know, whereas I try to eat healthy and I do a good job, I would say the majority of the time. And I try to eat things that further my goals – whether they are, you know, lose weight or build muscle or help me feel energized or give me the ability to um, do better at work. Like, am I more focused? Um, I'm, I don't do that all the time. And, you know, it's just a part of life that you're going to, you're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail. And it's going to happen. And you just got to keep on chugging, Right. Changes are made, positive changes are made a little bit at a time. There's no like, uh, aha moment, like, wow, all of a sudden, I just have the perfect diet. I am I eating healthy, and and I did it all in one day. Like, no, you just, you know, the net positives need to outweigh the net negatives. <laughs> um, not only does this apply to food, right, but any substance, like, Are you doing recreational drugs? You know, that's not always a bad thing. Even though, you know, everybody who grew up in the 90s took dare in elementary school. And we were taught to just say no. Say no to that shit. Because people who do drugs are losers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, what a load of shit. (laughs) What a crock. But yeah, substances, as we... I think all can agree should not be abused, and and you know if you're going to do any of them, do them smart, right? Do them in a way that doesn't detract from your goals, that doesn't harm your health, whether physical or emotional. If you're, I don't know, <laughs> I haven't done any of these in the last 10 years because of my job. <laughs> so I am way behind the times. I am well out of practice <laughs> with the terminology. If you're going to do the drug, if you are going to have one marijuana, please um <laughs> do it so it it's, you know, okay, like if you're getting high on a daily basis. And maybe some of you do. I don't know. I'm so woefully unprepared for this part of the talk. <laughs> if you're getting high on a daily basis, my guess, my educated guess, is that there are some things that you're neglecting. There are some things that maybe that's getting in the way of. Um, I know plenty of people who smoke, and a lot of those people tend to have these, you know, periods during the day in which they are actively getting high or are um currently riding that high (laughs) what have you and they typically don't really do anything productive in those times um we all know what the munchies are if you're trying to lose weight and smoke weed at the same time are you really doing the best that you can right and this applies to alcohol too i for sure get the drunk munchies the drunchies um so, like, drinking during the week, not a good idea for me. I don't. For more than that, there's multiple reasons I don't drink during the week. um, Or try real hard not to. Um, now I'm rambling with the thing. Okay. uh, And then, you know, finally, as if we're talking about the body, exercise, right? Exercise is good for you. That's a given. Knowing what your body is capable of is not only good for you physically, but it's good for you mentally. It's probably good for you emotionally. That's one of those things that it's tied into all three. Just the act of exercise has vast positive effects on your mental state. The, you know, uh, the feeling of having done a good job. The feeling of having completed something hard the endorphin rush from a hard workout like it's literally hardwired into your body that using your muscles elevating your heart rate breathing hard it's good for you there's a lot of things that you could do in that regard you know you don't have to be lifting weights you don't have to be running there's plenty of ways that you can exercise your body and you know maybe the way to start doing that is like stretching or yoga um, non what are they called low impact events the current office culture the way a lot of our jobs require us to sit and be motionless for long periods of time probably the worst thing physically <laughs> that you could be doing and not counteracting like the american diet coupled with the american work culture for white collar jobs is killing you let's be real that is killing people you're dying you're actively dying that being said we're all actively dying like duh but you're dying way quicker (laughs) uh the work from home thing has been vastly beneficial i'm sure i haven't gotten to partake but everybody i know that is working from home says so good it has been amazing for their mental and physical health so your body the food you put in, the substances you consume, do you move your body? Do you, you know, work it? If you're not treating it right, it's going to affect the other parts. Your diet's crap. You feel like crap. You don't exercise. You don't get to do certain things. Like, who wants to be sad because they couldn't physically walk up a set of stairs, right? Or who wants to feel shitty because they had to, you know, get some nice clothes and had to get sizes way bigger than they were thinking they needed to? Good in equals good out. <laughs> so, moving on from the body, what do you put into your brain? How do you treat your mind? What kind of data are you intaking? What are the opinions that you're listening to? How much time do you spend on social media? What do you think the social media that you consume is telling you? Are the people that you surround yourself with good for you? Do they support you? Do they put into you what you want out of them? Like, are they good for you? That's really the question you have to ask. Is the stuff that you put into your brain good for you? Does it serve you? Uh, I feel like, first and foremost, we need to be fact-checking. <laughs> the way a lot of data is presented to us is as if it is gospel. It is the rock-solid truth. It's handed down from Moses himself. Was that Moses with the tablets? Yep. Yeah. The commandments. <laughs> I haven't read the Bible in a while. Or ever. <laughs> Have I read it? I think I did read it. It's been a while. But um, yeah, fact check. Like know how to discern the truth from falsehoods. I think we did an episode about this. Like knowing the truth, being able to discern what is right and what is wrong. Uh, a good way to do that, like we talked about, is crowdsourcing. Get multiple opinions. You know, be talking to people. Always be willing to have the conversation. What was it we were talking about uh, with Rachel? Data, data, data. I can't make bricks without clay. You cannot form an accurate opinion. You can't build an intellect without good data. Uh, Always be trying for the truth. Like, as we've talked about so many times on this podcast, if you don't have the truth, you have nothing. You cannot build anything on lies on falsehoods on inaccuracies always strive for the truth learn how to limit biased opinions like with the news thing or with influencers they're literally called fucking influencers like that's what you see on social media they're called that for a reason i don't know if they realize how fucking sinister that sounds (laughs) They're literally called influencers because that is what they're trying to do. Influence you to buy stuff, (laughs) to think and act a certain way. If those things don't serve you, if those things that they are peddling, whoever they are, social media influencers, politicians, other companies, uh, just people in your life. If they don't serve you, if they're not good for you, learn how to cut that shit off. Limit your time on social media. Know who is bullshitting you or be able to figure it out. And then surround yourself with people who give a shit. Let those people give you their opinion, present you with facts. These people should also be the ones who are doing what you're doing. Like Understand that the people who are good for you very often are doing the same things you're doing. Turn off the fucking news. <laughs> and for older generations, literally turn the TV off. Like take take the remote and flip to a different channel. Turn the TV off. For us in the younger generations, stop looking at Facebook for your news for the love of god. <laughs> Don't get your news curated to you. Everybody knows that these uh, tech companies, Google, Facebook, I guess they're called Meta now. Um, I can't even name them all. There's so many of these tech companies. Apple, that's another good one. They are farming your data. They are tailoring ads and news and all the shit you see online to you for a reason. If... I believe my dad is the one that told me this. And I'm not sure if he read this or heard this somewhere, but it's brilliant. So I think he probably read it. (laughs) Uh, He said, if you are doing something online and you think it's free, like everybody thinks Facebook is free, you are the commodity. You are how that platform is generating revenue. Whether you realize that shit or not, That is how Facebook makes its money. That is how a lot of these companies make their money. They present you something that looks free, that looks harmless, and then they're selling your data. They are farming you. Like, we saw The Matrix, right? Everybody, think about 1999, the first Matrix movie. The people in the real world, the reason the whole Matrix thing exists, the people are being farmed. They are human batteries. The machines literally have people plugged into these pods. They're generating electricity. If that is not the most spot on metaphor for what these tech companies are doing, I don't know what is. You're plugged in and you don't even realize you're plugged in because you have this fantastical made-up bullshit that is distracting and you're being used that rant right there is all to say what you're putting into your mind should be good for you the whole point of this episode (laughs) when you are not getting good data when you are not getting facts when you're getting biased opinions it's gonna affect Other parts of your life for sure like you're being told that a certain diet is good or not good for you or a certain workout regimen is good or not good for you um you're gonna suffer bodily your your body is going to suffer um you're being told all sorts of things on social media about how you should be and what you should be and when you should do it and what you should do if you're not and all these timelines and and checklists and rules right not really explicitly but that's what you're bombarded with on a daily basis how good are you gonna feel like are you gonna feel good about yourself what what do you think what do you think you're going to think and and a lot of people think that oh i i'm smarter than that or i'm more resilient than that and certain people are more and less correct about that you know it depends on the person but the more you immerse yourself in any given environment, whatever that environment may be, the more you are surrounded by it, it eventually is going to beat you down. It is eventually going to batter into your subconscious and eventually into your conscious. Uh, it's inevitable. So the solution is don't immerse yourself in that environment. Filter what comes in. Again, good in, good out. Speaking of emotions, which is a little bit harder to quantify, but I'm going to try. Understand where your self-worth comes from. I mean, it's got it in the in the word itself, self-worth or the phrase, I guess. Your worth should come from yourself and nothing else. Your self-worth is intrinsic to you. That sounded like incorrect the way I said that, but I think it gets the point across. <laughs> um, the worth that you feel in this world needs to be derived internally. And what else? What else is emotional that you, you, know, you got to work on? Attachment. Like, how do you... For those who don't know attachment theory, I feel like that's a whole, that's a whole episode in itself (laughs) and I'm not as well versed in it as I would like to be. So we're not going to talk about it too heavily, but like figure out, basically it is, figure out how you uh, attach to other people. Like in what way do you form meaningful connection with others? And there are healthy and unhealthy ways that people do this. Um, Knowing... What you do and if it is good for you and if it is good for the relationship or not is important. And it's all rooted in emotional reaction to past events. And speaking of past events, um, being able to work through your trauma, you know, uh, that's another whole episode. (laughs) Oh Yeah, I feel like that's pretty obvious. (laughs) That's a lot. But yeah, working through the shit that happened to you that formed your survival strategies like what are the bad habits that you learned from the bad things that happened to you how did you learn to survive um emotionally mentally and then work through the ones that don't serve you work through the ones that don't work (laughs) that end up making you feel worse you know um in order to Uh, Form meaningful connections with people like we were talking about in the attachment thing. You have to have, you know, figured out in what ways are your survival strategies getting in the way of doing that. Learn how to make yourself feel better in healthy ways. Self-soothing, you know, that's a real thing. Learning how to get through hard times. Um, Who to reach out to. Who makes you feel better. Uh, What are the unhealthy coping coping mechanisms that you have when you feel bad and those who have some sort of mental condition where they just end up feeling bad all the time and can't help it, they know more about this than anybody, I think. But when you feel bad, when you are sad, when you are depressed, when you are anxious all the time... The rest of your life is really hard to live. Like there is a stark difference between surviving and living. And you know when you're in survival mode how much the rest of your life suffers. How much the living part gets pushed to the side. So all three of those general areas need to be in alignment to have you banging on all cylinders, you know, operating at 100% capacity. If you're neglecting one or more than one, God help you if you're neglecting all three. (laughs) But, you know, we so often are neglecting all three, as a lot of what we've talked about in this podcast has shown that there are a great many ways in which we are being taught and shown how to not optimize these systems how to distract ourselves from the fact that they are not in alignment that they're not optimized you know i'm sure it's i'm positive that it's very common for all three of these to be out of whack and then for those of you who are saying hey there's more than three yeah there are the three i'm just talking about in like general terms because they're easy to separate they're easy to talk about individually you know the whole what is it called the holistic approach to your health oftentimes gets you know swept in with like pseudoscience and you know astrology and crystals <laughs> like as soon as you hear holistic approach you're like mm, that doesn't sound like it's fact based what holistic actually means is taking something, taking your health in this case um, as a bunch of parts to a whole, essentially. Um, if we just Google holistic health, all it says is that it is an approach to life that considers multidimensional aspects of wellness. It encourages individuals to recognize the whole person, physical, mental, emotional, social, intellectual, and spiritual. And you'll notice that three of those categories were the ones we talked about. Three, we touched on not at all. But they're, you know, they are just as worth talking about. I think they're just a little bit more abstract. They're a little bit harder to quantify and maybe even fit into the first three categories. I feel like the social thing we talked about like as far as the mental and the emotional, I mean, it applies to both Um, who you're surrounding yourself with your community. Is it good for you or is it not good for you? And then the intellectual that I think very clearly goes into the mental. Um, I'm not really sure how to differentiate those two. (laughs) And then spiritual, if that's something that is part of your life, if that is something that matters to you, I feel like since it doesn't, apply to me it's very difficult for me to speak on although i do recognize that it is a very real part of some people's lives i just can't talk about it from a first person like experience point of view um because for me in my life it never ended up being a positive didn't really end up being a negative either it was kind of like a non thing <laughs> i just eventually was like yeah it doesn't doesn't help me it doesn't hurt me but it's time and energy spent on something that isn't getting me anywhere but that's more about me than you need to know for for that topic um let me go back to my document here so we're gonna wrap it up keep this one short especially because i was having issues with my creative juices flowing <laughs> earlier and i have recorded it and deleted a bunch of stuff already so i'm gonna try and wrap it up here this episode i don't think is really anything new it's not groundbreaking everything we've talked about so far up to this point has kind of pointed to the same idea what you're doing in your life what you are consuming what you are experiencing what you are thinking the environment that you put yourself in the care that you put into your body the care that you put into your mind and and your identity um, the work that you do the hard work that you do is directly tied to how you impact the rest of the world good in equals good out do you want to be the positive influence do you want to be the person who's achieving their goals who has good health, who has a long, healthy life, who knows how to deal with stress. Jonesy, get out of the microphone. <laughs> did y'all just hear that snuffling sound? I just realized he walked over to the other microphone, which I did not realize was still plugged in, and was sniffing around at <laughs> the freaking microphone. Jonesy, you trying to give us a little bit? Come here. What do you want to tell everybody? You can say Say it, you can do it, say it yeah, what is it Jonesy's holistic approach to health tell him tell him about all the all the running you do yeah, you run a lot, huh, <laughs> and then tell him about how you eat nutritious meals twice a day and and that's all you eat, buddy tell him. Yeah. Here, get right in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, some much needed levity. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying, but it doesn't matter cuz that's the cute the cutest way that we could end this. So, uh on that note. Like I always do, I want to remind everybody who's listening for the first time that this podcast your ex-boyfriend's podcast can be heard on pretty much any platform you listen to podcasts on and I'm done listing them all out every time <laughs> so uh, go to the one of the popular ones go to one of the popular ones like Apple or Spotify or whatever Google Podcast and take a listen but I will tell you that it's hosted on Podbean at justicetenna.podbean.com and if you want to reach out if you want to talk about this podcast, if you want to be a guest, if you want to tell me why I'm an idiot, and I should stop making this podcast. My email, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, is podcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram. I post weekly with these new episodes. Excuse me. Trying to not to burp in the microphone here. Uh, the Instagram is your underscore ex Bf underscore podcast and on that note let's everybody say thank you to Jonesy thank you I love you (laughs) for his meaningful contribution to the end of this episode before you listen to me next Sunday yeah (laughs) it really can't be said better than that so I guess I'll talk to you next week take care